This is Curtis. This is Brian. And we're the Game Night Guys. Each week, we give new life to some classic games and introduce you to new ones, but you'll have to wait your turn. And this week's game is Top Chef Quickfire Challenge Game. Oh, good. Another game based on a TV show I've never seen in my life. I know you love that. <laughs> um, but I've never seen the show either. <sighs> I think we're in trouble. Yeah. We need to call on some reinforcements. Oh, I know some people that we can call. All right, let's call them now. Okay, Brian, I got us some help for this for this game. Thank God. Um, from Pod is my co-pilot, please welcome Taylor the Latte Boy and Taffy Carlisle Huffington. Woohoo! Hello. Hello. Hi. It's been a really long time since you guys were on the show. I think the last time we were on was Disney Trivia. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. That's right. And then we played Mary Boff Kill like a long time. Long time ago, my God. With yeah. with, with uh, old Curtis. Old Curtis, yeah. <laughs> with Mike. <laughs> And now you're playing with old Taylor. Hey. <laughs> that is true. Taylor had a birthday recently. I did. Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, I'm 43, the big 4-3. Aw. I remember so. 43 like it was three years ago. I remember it like it's two years from now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were only a year younger than me. A year and a half. Oh, all right. I'll take it. Oh, yeah. Hold on to hold on to every little month you're you know younger than him. I am. It's all, it's all Rodan has too. Don't feel bad. Okay. I can't wait till next week when he finally hits his forties. I'm like living for that day. <laughs> That'll be the best birthday present ever. You can't give me shit about it anymore. At least for seven years until I start my fifties. There, there you go. go. Yeah. So the reason we called upon you guys is because we got this gift from Joe in Dallas. He sent this to us a while ago. And we have not played it because neither one of us ever watched Top Chef. Mm -hmm. well, Which makes me sad for the two of you. Yeah, so you're speaking my language, so I'm excited. So, but you guys have seen Top Chef, I'm guessing, a lot. Uh, I've taken kind of a crash course in Top Chef over the last two years. And I know yeah, that's what makes me nervous is he just rewatched all the episodes. And did you watch them when they were airing, Taffy? Yes. So you're going all the way back, you know, several years ago. Mm-hmm. I love the show. It's one of my favorite, all-time favorite television shows, so I'm excited. Well, tell, tell us a little bit about what the show's like, since we haven't seen it. I know it's a reality show, and it's a competition show, but like, what's the structure of it? Well, it's a competition show that actually requires talent, so that's the first thing. <laughs> it, it is a show that was started on Bravo, I don't know how many years ago, but they... Um, they basically brought together a lot of, most of them at the time were sous chefs, not necessarily executive chefs of fairly, you know, well-known restaurants. And they put them through a series of competitions um, where they had to show off their cooking. And they really went head to head on, you know, maybe they had to make a chicken dish or a steak dish or something strictly out of, you know, tofu. And they had a panel of judges who all have culinary backgrounds for the most part. And they pretty much judged them. But it wasn't I, – th I think the reason I liked the show so much in the beginning was it never seemed bitchy, if that makes sense. The, the judges genuinely seemed like they wanted them to cook better, and they seemed to genuinely give real and honest critique. And uh, it makes you want to get up and cook when you watch this show. It's amazing the ideas, the culinary ideas, and the things that they do with their recipes. For me personally, and I, as someone who likes to cook and bake. I, I always loved it. And I had eaten in a lot of the judges' restaurants 
So it was kind of cool just to say, oh, I know that person. I've been to that restaurant. That's that's pretty neat. And one of the things that's cool about it, well, not cool. Well, no, kind of cool about it is usually on competition shows, there's the villain. And there's somebody that you absolutely hate. And you know, eventually, the villain's going to be removed from the competition that eventually you know good good prevails over evil that's not necessarily the case with this show there have been lots of times where people have been complete assholes in the kitchen and there have been fights as there usually is on these type shows and when they come out to present the food the judges will say we don't care what happens backstage we just want to know what the food tastes like you know if and, two and of you want to kill each other that's that's up to you but this is really more about the food and, and so sometimes there have been times that the villain has actually won where you're actually you get Bad. so emotionally involved <laughs> in this show, you're furious when they win. But, you know, they make a good point. They say the, the front of the house where the, where your patrons are, they don't care about the drama in the kitchen. What they care about is that their food is perfectly cooked, perfectly presented, and that they're having a great dining experience. So if you guys want to beat the shit out of each other, go ahead. But we want to make sure that when we are served, it's it, it's a beautiful experience. And there, there's been times when they have told the contestants, we can tell you didn't work well. It, it reflects in the food. The food doesn't taste mm. like it's cohesive. And um, and you can yeah. have ep- you can have series where it's like five episodes in and somebody's doing great and they're winning all of these challenges and then the next week they put way too much salt in something and they immediately go home. Yeah, right? they're and very. It's, it's not it's not a guarantee that if you're doing good you just coast through all the way through. They all work. It's fascinating from a psychological standpoint watching these chefs because they're all narcissists. Oh and yeah, they all are where they think they are absolutely the, the God's answer to culinary arts, much like Vegas and pride 48 with podcasting. <laughs> it's a group of narcissists in a room that all think they're better than everybody else. So sounds like you're a fan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we enjoy it. We enjoy. Well, then you're the perfect people to play this with us. So I'm the, excited. the object of the game is to correctly answer trivia questions to keep as many pieces on the game board as possible and outlast the other players to win the game. For this game, you will each of you will be paired with one of us, and we will be asking questions back and forth. Okay, mm-hmm. excellent. Um, so the game comes with the trivia cards. There's the game boards and the scoring tokens, which are little uh, cardboard cutouts of knives in different colors. Uh, there's a, a die that has the same colors as the tokens. And thank God we have a cheat sheet. Um, this game covers seasons one through four. So we have a sheet that has all of the uh, all of the contestants and the judges from the show. Okay. Just their photos. So we can get like a visual going on here of who okay. we're talking about. You if guys, you... not so much. But <laughs> so it has pictures of all of the contestants. Yes, it does. Oh, God, I can't even remember what half of them look like. Now, does the winner of this game get to make out with Tom Colicchio? Because <laughs> Kathy and I are both down for that. Yeah, I'm on board. Not a problem. Uh, we'll see if we can arrange that. Okay. We'll talk to our PR staff about that. We, we appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> so to start, each team is going to pull a game board out of the box at random, and we're going to open it to reveal a number from one to six. Spoiler alert, we already did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so what we're not going to tell you who's going first until you decide who you want to play with. Uh-huh. So who wants to be paired with whom? I'll choose Brian. Okay. Okay. Then I guess I will choose Mike. Oh, get off the show. <laughs> You're fired. I just know that there's a lot of sexual tension between Curtis and I. And I'm afraid it will affect our game. Yeah, baby, you know it. <laughs> and since there's absolutely no sexual tension between you and Taylor, I think we're good to go. So. Yeah, no, we're golden. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that means, uh, Taffy, you and I will be going first. Yay. 
So we're going to fill up our game boards with the uh, scoring tokens, these beautiful little knives in different colors. So each okay. category, has you have three opportunities to uh, answer. Well, no, you don't want to miss three questions or else you okay. get rid of that whole category. Mm-hmm. Instead of like in Trivial Pursuit where you're filling the little the game piece with the wedges, here you're trying to avoid the, the pieces that are in there from being removed. It's kind of the opposite of that. So. Right. Okay. okay. All right. So our categories are the chefs. And okay. that is... Uh, the personal side of Top Chef, the friendships, feuds, famous lines, God. contestants, and judge bios. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, what season is this? Do we know? One through four. Yeah. Oh, we're, okay. we're just, it could be yeah. any from okay. one through okay. four. Yeah. Right. We're just going over the categories right now. So to tell you kind of what you're in for. Our next category is the challenges. That's the professional side of Top Chef quick fire and elimination challenges, winners and losers. And then we have the food. Ingredients used on the show and in restaurant kitchens. Culinary 101. That would be food science from farm to table, food and history and culture. And finally, we have tools and techniques. Cooking methods and techniques, finished dishes and kitchen tools. So it sounds oh, okay. like... I want to say something about that. What? I want to say something for the record. I explained to Taffy last night where the ship and nod was. That's so true, if she did. gets that question, I get that point because I told her that information <laughs> last night. What is it? A chiffonade. I don't even know what that is. A chiffonade is when you take a bunch of like of herbs, like basil or something, for example, and you roll them all up like you're like 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 a joint, <laughs> and, then and, then you, and then you chop it so that it makes little ribbons. Well, you're fancy. Look yes. at you. <laughs> now, I, since I just had internet problems, I am. I, you have my word that I have. I as I do on pod as my copilot. I have nothing open. Taylor, do you have your iPad or your? No, phone I, or I, everything okay, is good. turned off because all of right, your good. internet problems. And I'd also like to state for the record that she accused me of possibly cheating today when she goes, "You're not gonna." Have your iPod in their iPad in there looking up answers, are you? So, Jacques, Jacques, right. <laughs> you don't understand what you two have started here. <laughs> Buckle up, kids. I know. I think okay. I've bitten off more than I can chew. Get it? It's, 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 oh. Yeah. oh, that's funny. Never mind. <laughs> it's cute that you thought that it was funny, though. <laughs> and thanks for appearing uh, the final time on our show. We appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> An opposing team member draws the first card from the box and reads the question from the corresponding category. If the team answers correctly, no action is necessary. Play continues to the next team. If the team answers incorrectly, they must remove one scoring token from the corresponding category on their board. If a team rolls a color for a category in which they have no scoring tokens, they must still answer that question. I have a question, though. So if there's no... Okay, say all of our knives are gone from a particular category, and then we still have to have to answer a question in that category. Do we get a knife back if we answer it correctly? No, there's no nope. knives giving back. Nope. Oh. They just get removed. And so you're basically trying to keep your knives from leaving okay. your board. All right. Yeah, it's kind of like you you have to waste a turn until the next time, opportunity you get to do a category with which you have knives. Right. So then if it doesn't really matter, then we can just make up silly answers. Oh, it matters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if the dial reveals the Top Chef knife icon, that team has drawn a quick fire challenge. In this instance, ah. the opposing team pulls a card and decides which question on the card will be read. Oh, God. <laughs> if the question is answered correctly, that team can either add a game piece back to their board, so you do get to get one oh. back, or thwart go. the opposing team by removing a piece from their board. So there's a little bit of uh, trickery there going on. Strategery. Yeah. <laughs> Strategery. 
Play continues until one team has no tokens, but the other team has at least one token on their board. That team is declared the top chef. Awesome. Okay. So you guys ready? Yes. So are we doing the intro where we're all putting on our chef's jackets very seductively while the horrible 90s production music plays in the background? Sure. And they have like <laughs> stock footage of people sauteing things and Shut flames up. and all that kind of stuff. Well, before, funny you say that, before we were starting, Curtis and I were looking at the box. This comes in and there's one of the, I guess she's a judge or a contestant and she's just like, we were imagining what the photographer's instructions were for her holding an onion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she's holding it with two hands. But you're thinking about the night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh. <laughs> Let's kick this pig. All right, Taffy, you and I get to go first. So I'm going to roll okay. the die for us. I'm, I'm on it. And I got yellow, which is the food. And Taylor and I safety word. <laughs> <laughs> yellow. Yellow. <laughs> I thought you meant food. <laughs> safety word. Okay. In the Top Chef holiday special, in which chefs from the first three seasons reunite to cook for a two, or I'm sorry, for a twenty thousand dollar prize, what integral ingredient for her beignets did Betty forget to buy? And it is not multiple choice. I'm sorry. Oh, do you remember? <laughs> I know that Betty was on season two. I remember that because she was older and annoying. So essentially, what's in beignets that's essential to it? have beignets and based on the way right based on the way the question is written i'm guessing it would be powdered sugar powdered sugar that's yeah i would too i'm sorry it's not powdered sugar (sighs) uh it's yeast oh she forgot the yeast that's rough oh i'm sorry we lose a knife goodbye yellow knife is that the one where they like were eliminated her course she yeah so her and um the the lesbian with the headband was eliminated together I okay that. lesbian with a headband there's been nine lesbians with a headband you have to be more specific her name was like josiah or josie or josie something. and she had yeah. the really bad teeth yes, she had she's yes. not bad they were big and I they think. were they were eliminated together on that one okay because i remember who won that but i'm not yeah. going to say in case that's a question later on yeah lesbian with headband of- is about as specific as gay guy with waxed eyebrows mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh so i'm gonna roll for us Taylor. Okay. It's some kind of teal color. What I think colors it's are blue. Blue. Which color does lobster roe or coral turn after the lobster is cooked? Mm. So that's like a, we have a chance here because two categories have nothing to do with Top Chef. It just has to do with food. Lobster coral or lobster roe? Lobster roe row or coral, like a reddish orange. And color. coral is in uh, finger quotes. Well, actually, quotes. Mm. I'm doing finger quotes. Yes, I can see them. <laughs> um, yeah, because I don't know what color it is before it's cooked. So. Well, don't you remember from last night when you ate all your lobsters? I don't like lobster. <laughs> I had lobster bisque last night. Yeah. And it was ar- like an orangey color, like a reddish orange. Well, do you want to say that then? Yeah, let's say like a reddish, like a blood orange, like a, red, a reddish orange color. Okay. The answer is red. Now, Taffy, do we oh. want to give it to them for that? I think he did say reddish orange, so that to be fair, he should have it. Okay. The word Yay. red was in the response. So <laughs> well, that's he, true. He led with orange first. Well, if that's the case, then I should have said red, orange, yellow, blue, green. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sort of a melange of colors. A melange. <laughs> a melange. A delightful melange. Okay. All right. We have gray. Let's talk about the colors of this game. The color palette, I don't know if this is particular to Top Chef. But it's the the color palette for this game is odd. It's orange, gray, yellow, black, and then this sort of 
blue teal color yeah, not even a teal light, kind of a light blue. well one of the things they do on group challenges is they have them pull a knife out of a knife block and whoever has the stem of the knife is the same color that's how they form a team mm. so that might be why weird and the main colors of the logo and everything are orange, orange white and yellow aren't they isn't it I th- it's like yeah like or- it's mostly orange orange white like- yellow and silver yeah okay so the color that we have taffy are the challenges okay Okay, so here's your question. At what grocery store did the contestants of season three do most of their shopping? Whole Foods. Do you have anything to add to this, Brian? I have nothing to add. (laughs) Yeah, the card says Fresh Market. Oh. Oh, God, Fresh Market and Whole Foods. Season three was Miami, wasn't it? Season three was Miami. That's right. They went to. Okay. I would have said Whole Foods too. So I don't. (laughs) So we lose. The thing about the Miami season was their finale was in Colorado. So they literally went across to the United States in that season. That was such a good season. Season three was Dale, right? Wasn't Dale on season three? Yes. He's kind of cute. Too. I would like Dale inside me at some point because he's very cute. But Dale didn't win. Dale would win by being inside me. <laughs> As we all have. Right <laughs> Everyone wins when they yes, get to be inside did. Taylor. <laughs> if you're new to listening to Game Night, guys, welcome. <laughs> Here's how to unsubscribe. <laughs> all right. It's our turn. Mm, yellowish. Yuck. Yellowish. Yeah. In season one, what did Miguel put in his beet sorbet, mistaking it for sugar? Oh, um, shit. Okay. No, I don't think it was shit. That would not no, it wasn't shit. <laughs> was it, it was salt? It was salt or flour. Mm. I think it was salt. Let's say salt. That seems like an obvious answer to me. The answer is salt. Yes. Yay. Excellent. Nice. So if you're keeping score, Taffy and I are losing. <laughs> that'll change that'll change eventually it's it's like when we went bowling that time and i was doing well and she walked up to me and went wow you're doing a really good job uh, magically at that point i kept because then i was thinking about it she got in my head so she'll say something <laughs> at some point wow you're doing really well with these answers with top chef you're so smart and then i'll be second guessing myself for the rest of the game <laughs> all right i'm sensing but i'm not bitter or anything <laughs> no not in the least that was four years ago he's still holding on to it <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensing a theme here with this uh, category. At what two grocery stores did the contestants of season one do most of their shopping? So they want two grocery stores. But see, I don't know if season one did Whole Foods and Fresh Market, so I'm trying to think now because they were in San Fran. They were in San Francisco for season one. Brian, do you have anything to add? To this? Oh, absolutely not. Sorry. <laughs> I I said Fresh Market and Whole Foods, although I don't think that's right. But that'll be my official guess. Okay. Uh, that is incorrect. It's yeah, that's what I was Brian's and Berkeley Bowl. Oh, g- yeah, that way. Really? Yeah. That's what it says. <laughs> I would have. Yeah. But I do know that they bought everything when they opened the restaurants at Sur La Tabla because I always wanted to have a restaurant called Sur La Tabla, and I thought that was awesome. <laughs> 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 Which, right. for those of you who not in the know, is French for for the table, and I always thought that was really cool. But it doesn't matter because I lost the answer, <laughs> ultimately. She's just trying to prove that she knows something. <laughs> I can speak French. I know what Last week straws. All right. Curtis rolled a quick fire challenge. So, Taffy, what category do you want them to get? We have the chefs, the challenges, the food, culinary 101, and tools and techniques. I would say the food. What savory ingredient did both Marcel and Elan put in their ice cream for a season two quick fire challenge? Curtis, what is that? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what did they put? What savory? Savory ingredient. Did they put in their ice cream? In yeah. their, yes, ice cream. And it's Marcel and Elan? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
season two. Let's while they're discussing, let's look up Marcel and Elon on our Marcel cheat sheet. is a douchebag with douchey two thousand nine. <gasps> he hair. looks weird. And <laughs> Elon was. He's kind of cute, Elon. He was kind of cute. And in the end, they were the final two contestants. And that was one of those examples of you were scared to death that Marcel was going to win. And spoiler alert for anybody who's seen it, Elon wins that season. And we were, we like literally cheered in this house because we hated Marcel <laughs> so much. The the cheat sheet, uh, there, yeah, it says who the top chef was for each season. They must be in order. Yeah. I know this is wrong. I, I'm going to say mushrooms for some reason. Mm. I, I want to say I want to say it's mushrooms. I was thinking onions, but that would be weird for even a savory. Well, onion. but they do things like you know tomato ice cream. I mean, there's things that sometimes when you look at it, you're like, I would never eat that. But then they'll pair it with something where you're like, I would eat that for the rest of my life. Okay, let's go so, with your answer then. We'll say mushrooms. It's bacon. Oh, bacon. Ah. of course. The answer is <laughs> always bacon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you guys, you get to choose what now? What are the options? Oh, they miss. So we can either um, we can either return one to us, a knife that we've lost, or we can take one off of their board. Taffy, which would you like to do? Take one off their board. Of course. Um, which one? Take one off the food. Oh, the food. Okay. We lost a yellow knife, Taylor. Um, I'm sorry. We can get a back <laughs> one. I remember bacon now, now that you said that. Oh, now you do. So we get oh, a tools yeah. and techniques question. Tools oh, God. And- Okay, you guys might get this one, even if you haven't seen the show, Brian. Okay. Uh, what are the two ingredients in a roux? A roux? A roux. Uh, flour is one of them. Mm-hmm. What's the other one? Uh, what is a roux? <laughs> I just, I'm I'm just one of the stars of the Golden Girls. Yes, rest <laughs> in peace. You have to give me a second. I'm thinking because I know there's different roux. Some roux are butter and flour. Some roux are herbs and flour. Some roux are herbs and butter. So I'm thinking. I would. I'll say herbs and <sighs> shit. Is it herbs and flour? Herbs and butter? Which is it? Okay. Well, you can't give two answers and decide. I know. I'm thinking. I'll say flour and butter. <sighs> is that your final answer? Yes. That's correct. Yay! Yay! Yeah. Yay! That's awesome. I was say I make roux, so I yep. know that I, I know that it's something that I can. That one's one I can answer. Yeah. Good job. All right. Good job. You've lost the first three, but you finally won one. (laughs) I was being positive and congratulating. Yes, and I appreciate that. Taffy is forever competing with herself. And not sarcastically. And I've just rolled this another quick fire challenge. Go (laughs) me. You bastard. (laughs) So Taffy, what questions should we give them? Food. All right. I sense a theme. Stick with what you know. (laughs) Or don't in this case. I was going to say, in other words, she's kicking us while we're down. Mm -hmm. Oh. Don't know anything about this one? Give him this one. In season two finale in Hawaii, what protein did Marcel inadvertently leave behind in the prep kitchen? Protein? Yes. In Hawaii. Mm. Marcel. I know. Was it spam? No. Hawaiians on top love their spam. They're not doing spam <laughs> Hawaii, on top Hawaiians spam. love their spam, though. I know, but it wasn't. It was all these weird... I remember they, ha- they they had them where they came down in a helicopter. They gave them a helicopter ride, and then they brought them to this beautiful field where they were surrounded by mountains, and they got to have this amazing dinner with this, like, James Beard award-winning chef that lives in Hawaii, and he was just happened to be making small conversation about all of the different proteins and all of the different – and then he's and then at the end, they said, by the way, your next challenge is learning how to cook with all this food. We hope you were listening to him. And then they, like, shoved him on a helicopter and sent them away. So, do, you, do you remember any of those proteins by chance? Yeah, I'm trying to. <laughs> I remember there was one fishy, like – I remember there was a fish. I remember there was like a pork. Like a like a mahi-mahi or some poi, maybe? I'm just trying to think. It wasn't poi. <laughs> I, I, I want to say, I'll say 
pork. I know that's wrong. I know that's wrong. Okay, that's fine. It's better than me guessing because I've never seen the show. <laughs> it was his fish. Uh, was Specifically, fish. Kona Kampachi. Kona Kampachi. Sure. Oh, sure. All right. So, so if I said fish, would that have? Yes, that would have been okay. That would have been okay if you had sent fish. But she didn't. But if you ever, if anyone <laughs> ever wants to watch one season, I, I would probably say watch the second season because that's one of the few seasons that had actual drama because a bunch of contestants decided they wanted to try to shave Marcel's head. And it, re- <laughs> oh it resulted in, it resulted in like someone kicked off and everything. So it was actually one of the few times there was real drama on the show. Yeah. All right. So um, Brian removed another yellow knife from our board. But, oh, look, he's rolled a quick fire challenge. Oh. Oh, oh great. <laughs> so what color do we want to, uh, or what category do we want to make them answer? Uh, what, are the, what are the options again? Chefs, challenges, food, culinary 101, and tools and techniques. <laughs> what about the chefs? I was going to say the chefs. All right. Let's do the oh, chefs. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, but it's multiple choice. Ah, yes. All right, right, but we've committed. So which season one contestant was a party planner for such celebrities as Nikki Hilton, Jay-Z, and Beyonce? Was it Cynthia, Brian, or Steven? I have no idea. (laughs) I'll vote Cynthia. You vote Cynthia? Yeah, I'll say Cynthia, too. What say you, Brian? I say Cynthia as well. Cynthia's correct. Yes. God damn it. (laughs) Now, do we want to return one to our game, our big game piece to our board, Taffy, or would we like to remove one for their board? I'll say we return one to ours. Okay. Would you like to return a challenges one or a food one? Um, Challenges. I mean, I don't care. That's fine. There we go. Okay. So now we're each missing two knives. We're tied. Oh. We're two knives short of a full set. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Story of my life. Yellow-ish again. <laughs> In season three's ice cream quick fire challenge, what hot sauce did Casey add to her ice cream that made guest judge, I can't pronounce this word, Govind, Govind, mm-hmm. Armstrong, Shudder. What, hot sauce? Yes. I want to say it's sriracha. Yeah, I'll go with that. It is sriracha. Okay. Yay! Good job. Good job. Teal. <laughs> Tools and techniques. Which, Fuck. What? <laughs> I know. Which season one chef claimed she provided the ability to move your bowels with her food? Lisa, <gasps> Andrea, or Candace? Lisa. Uh, That's a guess. That's a guess, Brian. Oh, I don't. She was kind of gross, so I'll pick Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) It was Andrea. I was going to say that was it. Was Andrea? Because she left. She left, and then she came back. Right? Wasn't she? I don't remember. Which one was it? It's the blue one. So you guys lose a blue knife. Boo. (laughs) Damn it! It's another quick fire. What do we want them to answer? They have just one food question left. All right, we'll give them the food question then. What protein did contestants cook for the first elimination challenge in season three's finale? It's multiple choice. I think so. Elk, venison, or bison? Um, this is I, when they were in Colorado. No, I, yes, I know. Because I'm like, that's Miami. But you, you just said, thank you for that hint, by the way, because I forgot yeah. they went to Colorado. So <laughs> um, I'll say uh, venison. Do you remember them cooking with elk at all? Uh, I don't know. Should I remember them cooking with elk? <laughs> no, I, it's our question, so I have no idea. What it is. Oh, I didn't know if you could see over no, the no. see over Brian's shoulder. Um, well, I think they for some reason I want to say they cooked with all three. They had to do like a three course menu, mm. and one of them had to be elk, one of them had to be bison, and one of them had to be. I'll say venison. Okay. 
I, I'll, I'll say venison. I'll go I would have said bison. I'll go with what you say. And yet the answer was elk. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so we lost our last food knife. So, but if they get a quick fire challenge and get it wrong, we could possibly put a food knife oh, back. On so the board. do you want us to remove that or do you want to put a knife back on your board? We want you to remove that that's one. That's what I figured. Okay. Thank you, Brian. That was the <laughs> Horrible people. Decision. Horrible people. In season one's junk food quick fire challenge, which chef used pop secret microwave popcorn for a popcorn cake to be served with ceviche? Brian, Harold, or Miguel? This is all you. The can, whole show is all please, you, really. No, can, you, can you please repeat the question? <laughs> sure. In season one's junk food quick fire challenge, which chef used pop secret microwave popcorn for a popcorn cake to be served with ceviche? I'm going to say it's Miguel. What say you, Brian? Uh, Miguel. Harold. Oh. Oh, God. Harold won. <laughs> he was uh, he was the winner. He was the blandest, dumpiest. Yeah, he was very dumpy. <laughs> well, his name's Harold. But, but to be fair, he was up against Tiffany, who was not. <laughs> Tiffany, Tiffany was at what? She was not. <laughs> oh, I thought you said something else. I'm just like, I said PG-13. <laughs> I said not. <laughs> it's another quick fire challenge. Taffy, what question would you <laughs> like you them kidding? to have? Yeah, I suck today. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So what are the options? Um, well, they have no uh, food ones left, so it'd be either okay. the chefs, the challenges, culinary 101, or tools and techniques. Tools and techniques. What Please be dish... chiffonade. Please be chiffonade. Please be chiffonade. <laughs> <laughs> what dish of Miguel's did Harold put on his menu for the season one finale? Oh, we don't get choices. Nope. <laughs> I think Taylor. He, I think I'm, think, I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. On his on his the season one finale. Harold put one of Miguel. I don't even remember which one was Miguel. Which one was Miguel? Miguel's the one that kind of, and I, I don't even want to use the description. I would actually use if it was just you and I sitting here. <laughs> he kind of looked like he had something wrong with him. <laughs> he had dark hair. I don't uh, say I, that. I, <laughs> I, um, I, I want to say. Uh, um, it was Pop-Tarts, wasn't it? Pop-Tarts. <laughs> Somebody did make some sort of pop tarts at one point on on a, on an episode, but that, that's not it. We'll say, well, I, I'll just go pork because eventually, if I just keep saying pork, it'll be right for something. Pork is the Natalie Portman. Of this episode. <laughs> yes, I was trying to remember the name of the actress because I knew you guys have a standby, and I was just like, it's not Jenna Elfman. I don't know why Jenna Elfman came into my head. Natalie, because no one's thought about Jenna Elfman in about Elfman. three years. <laughs> Natalie Portman. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> no, the answer is a duo of beef. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise known as Game Night Guys. Yep, a duo of beef. <laughs> Good lord. Alright, this is a culinary 101 question. Okay. What is the main botanical ingredient that gives gin its flavor? Um the Genovia flower. Sure. I'm sorry that's incorrect. It's elderberries, isn't it? <laughs> it's the juniper berry. Oh. oh. When but, you were saying Genovia flower, I thought it was you, you got it. I thought you were saying juniper. <laughs> so you Doesn't the berry come from the flower, though, technically? You said Genovia. Is that the same plant? Genovia is like the country from the Princess, Bri or Princess Diaries. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's roll another quick fire challenge, I was shall we? Say, please don't roll another. Okay, black. Did we lose a knife or did they take a knife back? For the you last have, you currently are missing three knives. We are missing five, but we, we're not talking about that. We have oh. no more food. <laughs> we have no more food knives, but our other categories are all full. Yes. Okay. What snack was created as a health food in the 1830s by Reverend Sylvester Graham? 
I'm just gonna put this back <laughs> over here. What graham crackers? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. The answer is graham crackers. Oh, yay! Oh, nice. Way to lowball it, trivia game. <laughs> His last name is Graham Crackers. So, your turn. That sounds like a children's show. It's time for Professor Graham Crackers. <laughs> we get another culinary 101 question. Okay, great. Where does the color and flavor of honey come from? The type of bee or the type of nectar the bee feeds on? That's a really good question. And I, I would say know. it is the nectar only because I know that if honey can take on a darker, if they're close to lavender, so yeah, I'll say yeah. the flower. And right. orange honey, like from an orange blossom, is usually. Right. So I would. Yeah. It's not my question, but I would agree with that. For the yeah. nectar. <laughs> yes, that's correct. Yay. Yay. <laughs> oh, that was almost a quick fire challenge, but it's the challenges. <laughs> okay. True or false? Oh along, my God. <laughs> along with pigs, rabbits are also considered non kosher animals. Oh, okay, true or false, along with pigs, rabbits are not considered kosher animals. They are considered non-kosher animals. are considered non-kosher. Right. The wording's a little screwy, but yeah. Uh, I would... Well, what is it that makes a pig... Doesn't there need to be, like, a blessing over... Or can pigs can't be kosher at all, right? Can you have kosher right. pigs? I don't know. Just say yes, truth or false. No, because I'm trying to think this... Out. Shut up! It's not your question. <laughs> I have the answer, though. <laughs> I would say false, or, or they're they are non-kosher because like there's not rabbit farms, right? Like, isn't for something to be kosher, it has to be like blessed by a high priest of Israel or something, and then that way it's it's where th- then it's considered kosher. But then pigs can't be. I'll just say false that that, that it's non-kosher that they're not, that that they are rabbits are non-kosher. Correct. So we would say true is the answer to that question. I, whatever. I, I'm saying rabbits are non-kosher. <laughs> Fit that into the uh, however. Yes. <laughs> Rabbits are non-kosher. So, did we get that wrong? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, wrong, I, he, we got it right. You got it correct. You kept rephrasing the question incorrectly, but I understood what you meant. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. That, I, we, that's all I care about. That we got it. Jesus. Yes. All right. <laughs> that was painful. I'm sorry. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, goody! It's a quick fire challenge. Yay! What, what great. Uh, let's give them the chefs. The chefs. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. We're not doing well with those, but okay. Let's go. Let's do it. Wait, so you, you're surprised that I'm picking a category no, that not you're at not all. doing well in? No, 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 not at all. It's called a Huffington move. All right. <laughs> this is a stupid question, but um, right. who are Richard Dent, William the Refrigerator Perry, and Gail Sayers? Well, Refrigerator Perry is a football player. Football players? Mm-hmm. Guest judges? <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll give it to you. Former Chicago Bears football players, they are present in season four's tailgating challenge at a Bears game. Oh, good. Uh, yay, we won. We finally got one. <laughs> was that a challenge, though? So, oh, that yeah. was a big fire challenge. Okay. So, are we losing one or are you gaining one? What do you want to do, Taffy? Do you want to I stick think we should gain. I think we should gain one. Okay. We will gain a tools and techniques. Alrighty. What is the name of the space in which contestants are questioned about their elimination challenge dishes oh, by a panel of Tom Colicchio, Padma, I don't know her last Lashy. name, Lashy. and rotating guests? Oh my God, my mind went blank. <laughs> Can I steal? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, give us more than four seconds to think about it. Damn it. I can see them all sitting in the stew room and she comes in. And she's always really pretty. Padma always comes in and she says, we'd like to see you in the, in the, 
I can even see the thing come up. God bless America. Oh, um. <laughs> and then they all walk in, and then they always do the side shot of all their faces, and they always do the side shot of the judges' faces. And Tom Calicchio looks right into the camera and says, Taylor Latte Boy, I love you. Why can't we be together? <laughs> and then I lick the screen, and then okay, it all goes Okay, keep it on the rails, up. Taylor. Keep it on the <laughs> rails. It, it, he licks the screen, and then he realizes, oh, we haven't dusted in a while. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> um... Oh my god, I I I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna kick myself. I know it. <laughs> yeah, I I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I, my answer is I I don't know. Taffy can't steal the point, but she can say what the answer is. They wait in the stew room and they go to judges panel. Uh, Judge. It says judges table. Judges table. table. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we lost. <laughs> Which one was that? So you guys mentioned that you have. Um, eaten at judges' restaurants. Have you eaten at any contestants' restaurants before? Yes, I have. I ate at Richard Blaze's um, restaurant in Atlanta, where they have the Fragua milkshake, which we did order. Oh, yes, uh. and it was. <laughs> it. Well, I said we ordered it. We all tasted it, which is fine. And said um, no, thank you. <laughs> it was. It was one of those things where their food was really good. They have the best burgers around. Um, and the food was really good, but I could have done without. That and then I actually uh, Kristen Kish, which is she was a model and then she turned into and she became a chef and we actually saw her at the Food and Wine up at Epcot um, where she was doing like a cooking seminar when Tank and I went for our anniversary and it was kind of cool we got to see her and that's the only two true contestants. Well, no, we didn't. We eat at a contestants in Las Vegas. No, when we walked past Tom Colicchio's. No, there was a different one too. And did you like that screen too? I, I I was asked to leave when I dry humped the poster <laughs> out front. So that was... I've eaten that too. Um, I I think I think they were both Top Chef contestants, from what I understand. One is Rich Sweeney. Was he ever a contestant? That name's not that familiar. Doesn't sound familiar. I no. He uh he he has beard, kind of bearish dude. He has a restaurant or had a restaurant in San, San, San Diego when I ate there called Our Gang Eatery. Was he okay? Do you know what he? You said he's bearish. Is he? Is he tall? Like a real tall guy? I think so. And he's got blue eyes. And he's got blue eyes. Okay, Richard was yes that because he was a contestant that left relatively early in a in a later season besides the seasons that we're talking about. Okay, and I remember watching him be eliminated was heartbreaking because he like <laughs> is this big bear guy that burst into tears. Oh, and he just kind of wanted to hug him and tell him everything was okay and. <laughs> And yeah. he had a big crush on Tom Colicchio that he talked about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. He, uh, yeah, his mom worked at his restaurant, so she sat, seated us and knew all my friends and everything. That was cool. That's the, neat. The other one was um, I didn't get to eat at the girl and the goat, which was Melissa somebody. Mm-hmm. But I ate at the diner that she opened across the street called Little Goat. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was good. I had, it was like kind of Asian-y inspired stuff. So I had like... Uh, Kimchi, eggs, and mini pancake for breakfast. It was fancy. A Top Chef contestant had Asian fusion on the menu? Stop. <laughs> That's Stop. insane. That's insane. <laughs> what about you, Taylor? Where have you eaten? Uh, nowhere. No, ever. Burger King, McDonald's. <laughs> That's about- <laughs> no, I mean, I Emeril is a judge in later seasons, and I've eaten at his restaurant in uh, Pride for Eight, actually, with a bunch of the podcasters this last year. And we also talked about, because we're going to Miami for Christmas, another guest judge they have on a lot. Her name is Michelle Bernstein. And she has a restaurant that we are actually, if we, we talked about going to. And then I realized just now that I never made reservations. So we're probably not going there um, in a couple of weeks. You've eaten at Wolfgang Pucks? 
That's true. He's he's a judge. Every well, it's Wolfgang Puck Express. That's like if Wolfgang Puck ran a McDonald's, but it's still it's it was good. It's good food's good. So they have those at downtown Disney. So Curtis and I don't watch Top Chef, so we're we're a little bit of a disadvantage on this. But I know we've both been watching on Netflix the Great British Baking Show. Have you guys seen this show? My goal is to get Babalu to start watching that over the holiday once the four billion other TV shows we're watching all go on break. <laughs> Because I've heard nothing but good things about it. It's really good. In fact, Curtis texted me after he watched the first episode that if all reality shows were like this show, he would watch them all. Yeah. <laughs> it's They're just so nice on that show. There's like They're all very supportive of each other. And you know when someone gets eliminated, they all get into a big group hug. And it's just like... And it's cake. And it's cake and pie <laughs> and dessert. And it's just... I, I like it. I, I haven't watched all of it yet. So I'm still catching up. So we highly yeah. recommend that one. Yes, definitely. But well, one, one of the reasons I started watching Top Chef at all is because I have a non-sexual love affair with Anthony Bourdain and Eric <laughs> Repair, and they're two of the judges, and I had eaten in both of their restaurants, and I love I love Eric Repair very, very much. And uh, I think that I think you should give Top Chef a chance. I really do. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. I think they air on Hulu, so we could probably oh, yeah, yeah, they do watch some of yeah, them. Yeah, all of the seasons, all that that's how we started watching it. And and every season, the first two episodes, Babalu says, I don't think I can watch this because everybody's so mean and they're so type A personality. It's very intense. And then you eventually start to find ones that you actually like. The best season of all of them that I've seen so far, and I'm up to like season nine or ten, is the all-star seasons, which is yes. eight, because it's the best of all of the and it's the best of the previous seven seasons and everybody knows each other already so they come in there's a level of respect that everybody has they all understand why they're there and it's it's the nicest of the um of the of the seasons i think kind of like this baking show you're talking about because they all kind of help each other out but they also understand that they have to bring their a plus game so the foods are amazing and it's it's the if you're i wouldn't say start off with that season obviously but when you get to that season that's a great season where i wanted to watch two three episodes a night because you just get so into it and you mentioned the chew earlier i know that carla um, from Top Chef is on the Chew, and I know she was on the All Star. She was on a season, of, uh, I think three or four or something. I don't really remember. She's probably my all favorite, all time favorite contestant. Is she a lesbian a with a headband? <laughs> no, she's not a lesbian with a headband, but she's she's she the does one have that, a headband. She, well, you get that there's her forehead. She kind of <laughs> is. She she's the one that kind of looks like Beaker from the Muppet Show. <laughs> I know she's, what she looks like. <laughs> yeah, she's she's very and she's very much of the. You love her. Uh, you, you can't help but love her. And she's very, she, I'm not here to fight with people. I just want to make good food. When I screw up, I own it. I, yeah. I don't try to do the whole, you know, well, your taste palette was blown out. So you don't know what you're talking about. She's very much of the, she, and she listens to the judges and she tries to do better. So she's fun when, and her, I forget which season she's in, but she's fun to watch that arc of her she, I know character, that, I, for lack of a better word, to improve. She's in the same season as uh, Fabio and Stefan, her first season. I know, I don't know what what season season that is. It's probably like three, four, five, something like that. But uh, yeah. it's a great, that's a great episode. That's a great <laughs> season too. Yeah. All right, I got the blue one. Oh, Tools and techniques, Tools and techniques, our favorite. Now whose turn is this? It's our turn, Taffy. Okay. Brunswick stew was traditionally made with the meat of what animal? What? <laughs> Brunswick stew. I don't even know what that means. Yes, you do. You've had Brunswick stew before, haven't you? I don't think so. 
Brunswick stew is kind of like a tomatoey chicken stock type thing with vegetables in it and everything. But I don't think it's chicken isn't the original one, I wouldn't think. Yeah, it's saying it was traditionally made with what? The meat of what animal? I thought you said the feet of what animal. I was like, yeah. <laughs> the meat. Can you tell if it's, if it's kosher or not? <laughs> All right. Look. <laughs> I don't know. I wish I did. Can we say pork? I would have said something like squirrel. Okay, squirrel. Yes, it's squirrel. <laughs> Yay! Yes. <laughs> well, no. no, you think? Well, think about it. It's German. It's it's in that region. It would be the squirrel or rabbit. I mean, it would have to be something along those lines. And it was a wow. Peasant. Your fingers type really fast on your iPhone. <laughs> I have no. I have no device. You know that. If I say that, I am not cheating. <laughs> I believe you. And if I know something he doesn't, then I'm instantly cheating. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Wow. Approximately how many poppy seeds make up a pound? Oh it's multiple choice. 9,000, 90,000, or 900,000. God. Hmm. Okay. Uh, that's a I lot of muffins. 900,000. I think that's oh, maybe. too much. That's almost a million poppy seeds. <laughs> right, but do you know how big a poppy seed is? Poppy seeds are, and that's a pound. Yeah. I mean, a are, pound is. They're pretty light. I, 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 I vote for 900, guaranteeing that it's 90, but I vote for 900. That is correct. Thousand. I know All right. Yay! Good job. Good job. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you for talking me out of that. <laughs> All right. We got a culinary 101. Oh, God. <sighs> True or false? <laughs> the green tinge that appears on potatoes that have been exposed to light is toxic in large quantities. What? You know, when, you get, when you get potatoes and they have in their like a green oh yeah yeah, yeah. I like potato chips i i when i was a kid i wouldn't eat those potato chips i'll say know. true just because you said in large quantity. yeah i think so too it's true yay all right you wouldn't need an orange you wouldn't need a green potato chip when i was a kid no would no, you eat one green, now i won't eat it that's my life motto <laughs> <laughs> if it's green don't eat it and that's why i'm in such peak physical health <laughs> <laughs> all right taylor and curtis what scottish dish is made by stuffing a sheep's stomach lining <gasps> with its organs and other ingredients i know this one <laughs> i know this one too curtis answer it tagus that is correct yes <laughs> we're doing I'm so much better here at the end <laughs> <laughs> oh shit we got a quick fire challenge oh, what category okay so all that's left is culinary 101 and tools and techniques for you all right. guys uh so, you you pick curtis uh let's let's do tools and techniques okay okay uh what is the name of the traditional triangular hat-shaped pastry served at the jewish holiday of purim is it oh. purim or purim purim purim, purim. I don't know. Purim. I go to that party all the time, but I don't know what it's called. Purim party, right? Yeah. What is it, Brian? Um, is it? Oh, it's not multiple choice. No, it's not. God damn it! What is that thing <laughs> it's called? Not, it's it's not it's not latkes. It's not no. balls. Um, hamatash. It's not. Is it some? Is there a cookie called like a hamantash or something like that? You know, you're <gasps> so close. I'm gonna give it to you. Are you? Yay! Hamantashin. Oh, okay. Oh wow! Good job. <laughs> yeah. Pulled that one out of your butt. No, I remembered because a friend of mine came, went to a party as one. Yeah, you um, <laughs> dressed as a cookie. Of course you know someone who went to a party as one. And now it's, it's, it's come to help you. All right. Oh, but okay, that was a quick fire challenge. So what do you jerks want to do? I think we want to take one off of your board. No. I, he gave it to you when you didn't really have the answer. Too bad. He had answer. He was period. 90% there. So hey. okay. okay, you're on my team. We're working together. I know. Suck it, Taylor. Oh, wait, I changed my mind. I don't give that to you. <laughs> <laughs> All 
So we only have a tools and techniques knife left in our board. We only have one knife left? Yes. We only have one. You only have one. Left. We have two. Okay. And it's blue. And it's the last one, of course. What basic sauce is made with egg yolks, butter, and lemon juice? And you when I said this. basic, Curtis laughed. You <laughs> You're this. basic. You know this. Do you know this, you Taylor? Know this. Okay. What is it? What is it made with? Egg Eggs. yolks, butter, and lemon juice. Really? What basic? Well, it's not bechamel. Come on, homo. It, you know this. Is it hollandaise by chance? <laughs> Taylor? <laughs> yes, it's hollandaise. It is hollandaise. Yes. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> He's bouncing up and down like, oh, my God. <laughs> All, right. All right. What popular condiment evolved from a 17th? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and I don't swear on this show a lot. What popular condiment evolved from a 17th century Chinese pickled fish concoction known as K-Tsiap? <laughs> <laughs> Kimchi. <laughs> I'm guessing ketchup. Kimchi is my guess. I think it, you're guessing kimchi. I think it's ketchup. Ketchup? I said kimchi. You think, said you think kimchi is a popular condiment? I think with the, not maybe in our country, but there are other countries. She that said it kimchi. Is. Kimchi is no, her answer. It's ketchup. It's ketchup. Wow. Chinese concoction known as ketchup. <laughs> it's ketchup. <laughs> He said ketchup. He should get. He's part of the team. Yes, we are. Yes. Yeah, but you Yay. know kimchi first. It's ketchup. No. Don't Got be bitter, it. Taylor. Don't be bitter. Don't be, don't be bitter. <laughs> don't be a bitter melon. All right. What are the hallmark ingredients of the sauce Bord- Bordelaise? Oh, come on. Okay. I have. I have. This is for them. Okay. Red wine and shallots, white wine and garlic, or cream and sherry? Can I see the the way that's... I don't know. Bordelaise? Is that how you say it? Sure. Bordelaise. Does that sound right? I don't know. It's B-O-R-D-E-L-A-I-S. Bordelaise. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, and the choices are red wine and shallots, white wine and garlic, or... Cream and sherry. Cream and sherry. I was going to say cream and sherry. I used to watch a variety show. By Please cream let me and answer this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's the first one. I think it's red wine and shallots. Yep. <laughs> I know. I want to say I think it's cream and sherry because we just talked okay, about. Well, she Holly- just said yep. So the, I it's, think I think it's red wine and shallots. Red wine and shallots. He got it. <laughs> oh, fine. Whatever. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, this is the game that never ends. <laughs> We just have to get them to list one. Here. It's what? quick fire crap. Oh, God. Damn it. All right. You guys get the the black one. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what plant with edible seeds is the state flower of Kansas? Oh. Is there a multiple choice? No. No. Plant with edible seeds? Think about it. Oh, sunflowers. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. Yes. We'll say sunflower. Sure. <laughs> Oh, you're right. <laughs> oh, yes. oh, do you know what that means? Yeah, did we, we win? We have. One we did because we can take oh, no. their last one off. Yay! <laughs> Taffy and Brian, 2015. Hey. They won by being mean by taking away knives instead of adding to their own. But that's uh, fine. We had added to our own. We still would have won. Did, well, they did add some to their own. <laughs> Thank you. They Thank added you. like one, two. <laughs> so, what do you guys think of the Top Chef Quickfire Challenge game? Which is a really long word. And a really long game. Yeah. 
Uh, it's it's fun. I mean, it's just, it kind of makes me remember some of the old episodes, and it makes me want to go back and watch some of the old episodes because yeah. I forgot about I forgot about some of the challenges and and stuff. Bubble will kill me if I suggest that, but I. I, I would I would go back and watch some of these. And, and don't judge the TV show listeners on our ability to play this game. <laughs> the show is actually really good. Uh, you know, I may give I may give one of the seasons a try and just see what it's like. A couple years ago, Rodan bought me the Top Chef um, recipe book. Oh yeah. And I made did, he? did Rodan buy you the Top Chef recipe book? I'm guessing yes, not by Taylor Stone. <laughs> I bought you the Top Chef, or did I tell him to buy you the Top Chef? Recipe told book? him to buy it, and oh, he bought okay. it. Me, I knew I was involved. I said, in but I bought you a Top Chef recipe book too. Oh my god, he is such the little brother. Look at me, look at me, I did it too. <laughs> I thought it first. You know what? You know what? One of my co-pilots bought me. Bought <laughs> me, and, and I've made some of the recipes, and they're actually very easy to replicate. That was actually the point of this statement, not who got me the cookbook. Well, then we're coming to your house for dinner. That's right. I didn't say I was going to replicate them. I just said they are easy to replicate. I have cold cereal and Pop-Tarts for dinner tonight. Is there a a line of Top Chef-inspired frozen meals? Is it like Lean Cuisine or something? Yeah. Yeah. Healthy healthy Choice. One of the sponsors the one year was Healthy Choice, and they had to create dishes and then make the a healthy version of them oh. and they still sell some of them at like at, at Publix when you walk by it says you know who won you know wh- you whoever the chef one? was have you ever bought one I know but have. when Babalu stands in the frozen section for three hours figuring out what he's going to eat for <laughs> that's lunch that's because he's lost I, I got- <laughs> <laughs> and I have nothing to do because I'm not allowed to take the card away. I stand there and the thing. I need a grown up. <laughs> right. So, I will say this. Speaking of Top Chef merchandise, I'm going to tell Taffy on the show something that I almost bought her this year for Christmas. God, and then I decided against it because I was ra- – I'm not going to say what I got Taffy for Christmas, but I was racking my brain trying to come up with something. So I thought, well, let me go and see if they have Top Chef stuff. And one of the things that all the Top Chefs wear on the show is they wear the jackets that say Top Chef and they have the thing where they put their knives and their pens, the sleeve. I almost bought you one for Christmas, but then I figured you'd never wear it, so I was not going to. No, because it has the high collar. Right, exactly. <laughs> collar, so I... But, you know, I, I yesterday was his birthday, and I got him a cooking, quasi-cooking Okay, right, and I wasn't sure if we were going to talk about this now, but can I say what she got me for my birthday? Sure. Okay. This is this is a Game Night Guys exclusive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, okay, one thing that I, I love Top Chef, but my all-time favorite cooking show is the Barefoot Contessa on Food Network. I love Barefoot Contessa. I love I want her life. I want to be her friend. <laughs> I live in her house. I want to drive her car. I'll even have Jeffrey's roast chicken love with this. every Friday night. It's I want to I yes. So you're last gonna, night you're gonna murder Jeffrey and assume his identity. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely I would totally do that. So Taffy brings out this big, this huge um box and she brings me a present too. And <laughs> There it is. <laughs> yeah. And I open it up and it's a La Crusade like roasting pan. It's a beautiful, it's it's this bright red color, all this sort of stuff. But there's an ele- there's an elephant. There's an envelope in it that says birthday slut, because that's how we talk to each other on, you know. Who we uh, are. <laughs> of course. And I open it up and there are two tickets to an interview with the Barefoot Contessa in January in Orlando. So I'm going to get to actually see the Barefoot Contessa. Awesome. Live. Wow, that's I, 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 the weird thing, okay. The, the the tickets were very fuzzy because they were on Tappy's printer and I couldn't figure out what it was that I would get tickets to. And when I saw Barefoot Contessa, I was like, I I got like light around the corner, the purples of my <laughs> eyes. Like, 
I'm going to meet the bear fucking Tessa. I'm going to, I'm going to live the dream. I'm going oh my to God. <laughs> rock. It's, I'm it's, so excited. It's blurry. So, so like, does this say the Bigfoot collection? What, what, what is this? <laughs> well, it, said, it said Ina Garden. And I kept thinking to myself, because you kept looking at it. I'm like, maybe it doesn't say who it is because Tank had given them to me and put it in the envelope. And I was just like, Oh God, maybe it doesn't say what it is. You know, maybe it says the weekend because we also have tickets for the Wolves having to go see the weekend. And I'm like, what the fuck did I give them? <laughs> figure it out. Well, thank you guys so much for being on this episode, especially since we didn't know anything. I don't think Bert, Curtis and I really contributed at all to this game. Not really. That's not, not so true. Much. Curtis knew Haggis. I knew Haggis. That saved me my life. <laughs> and Brian and Brian won. So there That's you go. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't need you guys anyway, I guess. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you, even though they already know? Well, we are at potismycopilot.com, and you can download us on your aggregator of choice. And we're available on Facebook. If you want to be our friend on Facebook, we're facebook.com slash potismycopilot. Yay. <laughs> and there's, a, there's, a, there's another guy on the show, too. He, he just laughs. and Is there? <laughs> he's been here the whole time. Yes. <laughs> right. I was going to say, he sits quietly say, like he does on our show. Say hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good Rodan. <laughs> that was a pretty good Rodan, actually. Yeah. It's a better Rodan than Rodan, usually. <laughs> That's it for this episode of Game Night Guys. Visit our website to find your favorite games at GameNightGuys.com. You can email us at hello at GameNightGuys.com or leave us a voicemail at 480-648-GAME. That's 480-648-4263. Follow us on Twitter. We are at Game Night Guys. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Cecil Jean. And I'm at Cheap Blue Guitar. Join us on Facebook and tell us about your game nights at facebook.com slash game night guys. Be sure to tell your friends about the show. You can subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts, including iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. Thanks for listening. As always, you are invited to our next game night. It's your move. Bye. Bye. <laughs> very very anticlimactic. I know it all gets. It sounds better in post I, I, with all it the does sound better with all the sound effects and bullshit. <laughs> That's technical podcasting terminology there. With sound, sound effects, effects and, bullshit. and bullshit. The game night guy story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sound effects and bullshit could be the title of this episode. <laughs> yeah, the game night guy's story inspired by events of Pod is my co-pilot. <laughs> <laughs>